This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, how's she going there, bud? It's a, a special edition of Boomsies. It's a Friday Friday. Yeah, see, we had family day on Monday. Uh, our uh, producers and I, we were like, we want to celebrate with our families. So we took that off when we usually tape a Monday podcast. So we said, let's do one Friday. And uh, Z Money had the great idea. He said, Dan, why don't you talk to a family member? I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, don't I guess I'm the only to... one who answered. Oh, and there's the one that showed up. <laughs> My cousin, Eric Hobbins. Welcome to Friday Friday. You've appeared on this podcast before or on the regular edition of Boomsies. I have appeared on uh, pretty much everything you've done. I think I'm the only <laughs> one that answers the phone, Dan. Yep. Yep. I'm, Why uh, were you on Boomsies? I forget. I have no idea. Oh, I you think... were doing a senator's preview? No, that wasn't. No, I had my cousin no, Margaret what was, doing that. What was the Boomsie one that I was on? I don't Must know. Must have been riveting. <laughs> yeah, it was super riveting. Super riveting. But it's Eric's here. Okay. He's. We're not just going to talk about uh, old family fishing trips, which would be a blast because someone always <laughs> got injured. They'd get a hook in the hair, a hook in the hand. It they, was always a good day if you could get back there and drive and steer the boat, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. That was, that was it. Once you got to steer the boat, off the boat now. Okay, next person. <laughs> it seared into my brain. Uh, one of our uncles got one of those like four prong hooks in the middle of his hand. And we all, and the adults were figuring out how to get this hook out of the hand. And us kids were just like that. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't take I, it out of there. I just remember us having what looked like a whole seat cushion as a life preserver. And we were like, our heads are weighed down. We're like, are you enjoying your time? Like, I can't see anything. It's good, though. It's good. So I don't think, uh, hopefully they don't sell those anymore. No, I, I believe those were um, those were allowed at the time. I believe our grandpa was, uh, I, he was probably within the rules. Who knows? It was a different time. <laughs> he was thrifty. It might have been made out of duct tape. <laughs> I'm surprised he spent the money on the gas for us to even go anywhere. Oh, I, I don't think he did. I think everybody chipped in. I think a little Uncle Roger, a little Uncle Donnie. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think that thing ran on smiles, you know. And if memory serves me correct, I don't think a fish was ever caught from that boat. Oh, I don't think we ate any fish whatsoever, hmm. let alone uh, 
having a, a, a tale to tell when we got home. I don't think there was any fishing, uh, fishing so catches being told. Eric's not just here to talk about fishing trips. I didn't even think we'd get into it. He's actually, uh, he's a world traveler as of late. <laughs> and I actually haven't discussed with you over the phone <clears throat> or in person your recent trip. Uh, we've talked by text. We had a FaceTime while you were there. Yep. But you were recently in Poland. And and wait, and I had to remind you before you left. I'm like, you do know there's a <laughs> war in the country next door, correct? I, I, I did look it up, and you were right. It was dangerously close, actually. Yeah. Dangerously close. Uh, so, yes, good old Poland. So uh, you went there to watch some hockey. Not that just that watch your daughter compete on the international stage yes yeah it was a women's four nations uh, tournament a four nations tournament with poland denmark italy and great britain uh, you can't say england because it's not england team it's great britain which i quickly was told in the fan zone um, when you say go england you, you can't it's team gb so yeah, she was she through numerous trials and and um, invites to various camps. She's been over there uh, for about a year and a half, and she she uh, got asked to go and try out. And we she was supposed to come home for Christmas, but she couldn't because the last tryout was on the thirtieth. So she flew home on the thirty first, and she got the news that she was making it to this leg of the journey, which is the Four Nations uh, tournament here, and in. Yeah, I mean, I, I was an emotional wreck, to be honest. It was, it was, I mean, this is something, Dan, when your kid turns to you at 10 years old and says, Dad, I want to play for Team Canada. Well, then I kind of go into the Simon Cowell of the family and go, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> um, you know, let's, let's <laughs> readjust. I ain't going <laughs> to do it. Uh, let's readjust the goal a little bit. Um and maybe, you know, use the fact that you're a dual citizen because you're... Yeah, you scrounge around, see what other passports you got lying around. You got it. You got it. Uh, so we, you know, at that age, she said, yeah, well, that, let's do that then, Dad. And I said, yeah, you probably have a good chance. Um, thinking not much of it. And, and then again, she, she kind of left during COVID to go pursue this dream. And I'm like, you know... You know, there's COVID happening, right? Like, I don't think hockey's really happening, especially over there. So, to kind of get her to this level, see her wear the jersey. The biggest thing that hit me, Dan, is you know, Christmas time. What do we all hear when we watch the World Juniors? It's that annoying intro song, right? The the trumpets, yeah. the bam, 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 bam. So here, I wasn't even expecting that. Hearing that get played when they come out for the warm up. Oh, was, they play it in arena. Oh yeah, yeah. I was done. Because she came out, and then she literally looked up and smiled. I'm almost getting emotional talking about it right now. She smiled, yeah. and she took her lap, and I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, just don't fall. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> they do so the lineup. Cool. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was too much to actually intake. And then being able to watch her do a practice. And how did they do? Really... How did they do in the tournament? Oh, dreadful. Absolutely oh. dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. But, uh, I mean... Again, they're playing against. I have a new appreciation for women's hockey at that level. Um, it's just, it's a pretty fast game for sure. But to know that she's out there doing that, I mean, the shots. I was just, I took a, a video of Denmark's warm up. I'm like, that is the hardest wrist shot I've ever seen in my life. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was good. But you don't really get to see your kid that much when they play at that level. So right. I, 
it was 26 hours of traveling to get there. I stayed at the same hotel. I found out I was on the same floor. (laughs) Found that out on day two, which was great to know. Um, But they've got their own program, obviously, and I can see her after a game or practice before they in their sort of cool down period and before they jump on the bus. But that's it. So high five. Um, so what'd you do? You dis- I, discovered Poland? <laughs> You'd think. Everybody's like, go to the salt mines. I'm like, uh, no thanks. No thanks. I'm good. There's salt in the restaurant. We're all right. Uh, not once did I get a pierogi or any, I didn't see any, this is going to sound weird, didn't see any Polish sausage anywhere. Um, but so what, what no. did you eat a lot of Toast? garbage food? No, it was like, I, I don't even know. I want to say it was a, it wasn't ratatouille. It was something else that began with an R. Ratatouille. Yeah. It was meat inside of meat inside of meat. And it was, I'm a meat eater. Let's, let's go at this. Gar- I took two <laughs> bites and I was like, oh, it was dreadful. So I ended up having uh, the hotel had steak, and it was the smallest steak and the most expensive steak I've ever eaten yeah. multiple nights in a row. Uh, did anyone discuss the war? Did they know a war was going on in the country next door? No, but Poland isn't very uh, – sorry for all your Polish listeners. It's not great. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a destination. I, I didn't see any tourist uh, marketing at all. It's, the people are very unhappy. Um, sad. I'd say <laughs> they look sad. Uh, it, it's like well, I, I, I believe I, I'm drawing the conclusion that they're kind of like the Russian people, in which, uh, yeah, everyone. You, it's very rare to see a smile. Yes. No, no Uber drive. I, I didn't even know they had Uber, but they had Uber. Thank God. Um, no talkie. No talkie talkie. No. And love to change the channels. <laughs> so it was it was like they were waiting to intercept a, a message. Like that's how often they were switching the channels. I'm like, oh my God, am I part of something? Um but yeah, I would describe it as have you seen Peaky Blinders? I've tried to watch it for uh I couldn't it, get into it. Oh wow, geez. What, you need the subtitles or something? Or you just yeah, oh definitely, hundred percent. Okay. Well, it was kind of like that town. Like it's just like it's dirty, filthy. You know, it's it's like a a steel town, isn't it, or something? But so it kind of looked like that, but in the daylight. Okay. Um, so yeah, and it was cold. Oh my god, was it cold? Two jackets I wore. Toque. Uh, I didn't. I actually had some small mitts because I didn't know how cold it would be. Man alive, is it cold? So. Uh- it looks like we could use um, some advertising dollars from tourism Poland. <laughs> well, I don't know if I helped it their, out there. Increase their tourism because it looks like they need it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was the odd occasion where they spoke English. Outside of that, oh, okay. a lot of grunting. A lot of grunting. <laughs> so I kind of stayed to the hotel. They, so this is what would happen. Um, when we were walking around the Olympic park in Russia, when we were there for the Sochi Olympics. So you could get like, uh, for the people, the commoners who didn't have the big money to go to the events, you could pay like 15 bucks and just walk around the Olympic grounds. I would do that. That's a great experience. Whoa, See all whoa, the Olympic whoa, buildings. Why? But you can't go in them. No, but there's like Olympic stuff going on. You're part of it. You're getting in the Olympic vibe. That sounds like a refund right there. <laughs> 
So you would see um, a Russian gentleman stand in front of, like, say, the hockey arena, hand his phone to his friend. And most people, when you're getting your picture taken, big smile, they <laughs> hand their phone to their friend and just blank blank face. I thought you were going to say he hand his phone and then the guy ran. <laughs> I'm like, that pretty much would sum up Poland too, maybe. But yeah, so I could like, see that. I want to say it. I'm like, crack a smile. And the only time they would crack a smile, and we would do this every night when we were leaving the Olympic grounds, I'd say, das Vadanya, which is like, good evening. And they'd be like, oh. I'm like, why does that make them happy that I'm leaving? I guess. <laughs> I've, I've learned quickly that you do not try to do any language that you aren't fluent in because you give the other person false hope and they go into a full conversation and then you're the, ah, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So I have no idea. And then they get angry because it's like, I've wasted my language on you and mm. you, you duped me. So yeah, you just go straight in with, I only speak English. I'm that guy. Well, you must have a, you must have established a high and a goodbye. No, definitely not. This is the high. The old hand wave and the goodbye is a little salute. Actually, I shouldn't have saluted. Maybe that's maybe that's something you don't Uh do. They thought you were uh, they probably thought you were intercepting the messages. That's why they had to change the channel so you wouldn't get the messages. (laughs) I was hoping to be on TV. There was a lot of TV there because Poland was in in the in the tournament. So I was hoping to be on TV with my Sens jersey on and thought, hey, I could bring a little cheer to the news. Speaking of your your sense, as of the taping of this, I want to give you the mindset of producer Tim, but maybe maybe you're going to say exactly what he did. So I said, yeah, we can talk to Eric, uh, my cousin, about his Ottawa Senators because, hey, love it. They're within shot of a playoff spot because as of this taping, they're six points out of a wild card spot. Tim said, yeah, how many teams are in front of them? I'm like, why can't you have hope? Just a tiny bit, a glimmer. A glimmer of hope. I think we found the Simon Cowell of this show, (laughs) right? That's pretty negative. So this is the Senators. They're having a playoff push. I am just so thrilled that the jersey I purchased was Timmy Stutzel because that guy is the real deal, and he is getting way better every single game. The last game, I didn't see him. Me Me and my daughter, Jay, watch it, and Jay's like, I don't really see him, Dad. So... That's the only time. Every everything else, he just controls everything. Brady Kachuk. I mean, what more can you ask for? The guy will fight. The guy stands in the dirty parts of, of the game and in front of the net and just takes a beating. Yeah, I love the team. Sanderson being who's out your, is a, who's your is goalie? A Peter Sidorkowitz? Is he still there? <laughs> I it's don't Ron even know. Tugnut. Ron Tugnut actually <laughs> came back out of retirement. Uh, no, we need a we need a tender. We're, you know, hey, the Leafs got our bad tender, so that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> How's Murray working out for you, producer Tim? Yeah, love it. Um, we need goaltending for sure, but I, up front we got no problem scoring. And DeBrincat must have seventeen chances into an empty net every game, and he only like scores on one if he's lucky. So if he starts converting, and Claude Giroux, how has he been in his oh. first year as a senator? The, the best, only right? request, oh my God, he's having, he's never, so when I heard this stat, I was floored. He's only had one 30 goal season in his whole career, in his whole career. He's, yeah. he's got 25 already. Look at that. So, so we're going to have another career year for him. And 
again, playing in front of uh, he's family home. and friends. Yeah, he's it's, home. It's huge. He's got his kids there every game. So in the warm up, he goes over, bangs the glass, throws a puck. It's he's got uh, both kids there all the time. The only request I have for for Claude Giroux is just get the next size up on the jersey, please. It's always the tiny bunched. One, oh, it's always bunched in the back, and you can't really. You know, it's like is because I don't want to confuse him for Brandstrom. God almighty, we got to get rid of Branson. 26 <laughs> for you at home, 26. I don't know why we gave him more ice time, but it's the only hockey card I've thrown out. Oh, that's harsh. It now, is, you, but do you still, so I'm up. wearing your, um, your hobbies, hockey that. shop. Uh, you good. run the, uh, the hockey shop at the Sens Plex, which one in mm-hmm. the one in Canada? That's it. Yeah. There's two. Pat. Where's the other one? Uh, East end. So we're in the West end. Okay. You need so, the passport to go that way. Do you still give out hockey cards there with a skate sharpening? Yeah, 100%. So there's there's a couple cool different things. We usually give the hockey cards out to the kids that are kind of coming in when mom and dad yell, don't touch everything. And I quickly say, touch everything. You know, that's what we want <laughs> you to do. And the parents are like, don't say that. Uh, and then we also use the skates. We do the duplicate. So if we have two Grant Fears or whatever it is, we put a hole punch in. We put one on your skate and we give you one. And that ah. way we match it up so we never get things confused, which is a fun way to do it. But yeah, so um, you have that going and I put this on my Instagram story this week. You have other big news for (laughs) everyone living in the Ottawa, Canada area. You've got a new restaurant coming. It's also in the Sensplex. You own the Sensplex. <laughs> a little bit of a, yeah, why not, eh? Why why move to different territory when you know the surrounding areas, right? So we have taken over the concessions area too. I don't know if you're aware of that, Dan, but you know, where you get your concessions area on the first floor. Oh yeah, floor. I've been feeding you ideas. <laughs> you have been. None of them have been made the menu ideas so far, <laughs> just to let you know. And then we've now got the restaurant, which is about 220 uh, seats upstairs overlooking two, two rinks. So... Center Ice is upstairs, and the new snack bar is called Offside. So uh, family venture, and roping in the the brothers and the extended family here. Um, yeah, who knows, Dan? You, if this doesn't get enough hits, you could be working the night shift, bud. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. I, my dream's always been to work the canteen at a. Uh, do you know what? Th- this is a true story. So I used to call the Fort McMurray Oil Barons games up in Fort McMurray, and. At one point during an intermission, I said, yeah, everyone's hitting the canteen. On Monday morning, our program director called me in and reamed me out. He said, no one knows what the f- a canteen is. What are you f- talking about? I'm like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, first off, why are you getting this angry? I was about <laughs> to ask that. That's very aggressive for the word canteen. Yeah. And I believe uh, that day I also said, okay, I quit. And then I went into my boss's <laughs> office who I was friends with. And I'm like, I quit. He goes, no, you don't. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> wow. Easily swayed. <laughs> so do you call it a canteen still? Uh, so the concessions area is what they call it. And I think it's because the Sens own the Sensplex. So at the rink, it's but the when you're at a rink, area. you're like, no, if someone I, said canteen, I, you'd know what they're talking about. I would. Yeah. hundred percent. I'd call it a snack bar though. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd call it. Canteen, so, I think, was our day, but nowadays I'd say snack bar. Here's the best seller over at the Orono Arena. Little grab bags of candy where it's like 50 cents. You don't okay, know what's well, in there. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Well, COVID protocols. Who's picking that? Lots of people. <laughs> Slushies are huge and rinks. I don't know why. So I, Poutine. I, Poutine is let's massive. Go back, let's go back to the slushy because I agree. I'm like, 
we have four slushy machines at the at the snack bar. And I'm like in an argument with my brother Adam. Nobody buys these slushies. Like sit here and watch for two hours. Nobody's buying one of these. Oh, no, they will. But again, when I'm looking, it's like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So maybe that's because mom and dad aren't juicing them up full of sugar. Yeah. So, But he says it's crazy. And then doing the numbers, it is the biggest seller downstairs. So and continue. you do Routine. group purchase deals so they buy them for the room. Whoa, this isn't anything – don't say I'm in- introducing this, but that would be dynamite. A little slushy pick-me-up before the next game? Yeah. I'm telling you, I will be there. I will pick you items that will fly off the shelves. What about uh, some uh, Slim Jims and having a Macho Man stand? Uh, I have never had a Slim Jim. Oh, God, you haven't lived. Well, the Slim Jim sounds exactly what you were eating in Poland. (laughs) No, I would have preferred a Slim Jim. Poland Mm -hmm. was dreadful. If you you ordered a Slim Jim in Poland, I would love to know what showed up. I don't think uh, I don't think I would order that at all. <laughs> did you even did you just have some potatoes over there? No, Dan. I don't even know what it like, was. I took I took a picture. Did I you lose weight? Then you must have lost weight. This is exactly what my boss said. He goes, "You better came back losing lbs." And I said, "Well, don't forget, right after Poland, I went to England. So no. So in England, it was the kebabs at night. It was cheesy chips. It was I made up for it. Let's put it that way." And also should be noted, Eric, you have such a deep impact on this podcast. This picture behind me of Hulk and uh, Andre the Giant, you painted that. I did that. Boomsy. Uh, there's also a Grant Fuhrer picture that you can't really see right there if you're watching the video portion. I love this one. I did Grant that Fuhrer, too. that mask, there's no chance that he wasn't suffering multiple concussions wearing that mask because there was. that's not much protection. Well, and it was so tight to his face, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, anything he would have felt for sure. And again, the other, the other huge connection. You drove me to rehab. I, uh, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I actually. Not only that, I think I was your. I think I answered all of your phone calls <laughs> while from you were, rehab. No, no, while we were going, because you're like, ah, I can't figure this out. Just put it on speaker. So, I'm all like, right. okay, <laughs> all right. I think this is a bit too much information. Um, so yes, no, I, I officially dropped you off. Uh, and I saw you wave to me from the window. Oh my as, God. We, we, we have to reenact strip it. Strip searched almost. Yes. Cause he, they, they, they pat you down make sure you aren't bringing anything in. And I looked out the, of this dingy office to see Eric and we made eye contact. And I'm like, this is the most depressing moment of our lives. But you had your hands up already and you just went like this. You just went. and then you turned around so i I did have a moment after in the car i was like what the hell did i just do because you were kind of like see ya so uh yeah no (laughs) i think i I was eating this i was eating the same type of food that you had in poland like our dietary (laughs) options were oh sheesh hey and that was the gold star version eh so imagine if you were at the uh, bates motel there (laughs) <laughs> so uh next year you were in poland so you couldn't make it for the two-year anniversary so you'll be That's here right. for the three-year yeah yeah for sure for sure and now, maybe we can celebrate at the new restaurant when we bring boomsies there yes boomsies gonna be coming you're gonna be showing up for our uh, saint patrick's day launch aren't you daniel uh yep that's are you actually having it on saint patrick's day yeah the friday 17th 
Okay, because I uh, I have to lead the the Peterborough St. Patrick's Day parade on the twelfth, which, so, uh, which isn't on St. Patrick's Day, so it's very strange. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you show up um, March twelfth if you're in Peterborough to the St. Patrick's uh, parade. Um, you will see a lot of Eric and I's family members, but this is an event where whenever we go to the, our croak side of the family, we show up at events, and I always leave them saying. Who were those people? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> 99%. I'm like, are people just pretending to be in our family? I don't, I don't. Is there a cash prize? I don't know what the draw is. Because <laughs> there's just uh, people that show up. You're like, okay, I've been around this family for 47 years. I've never seen those people before. I don't. And then we do that classic game of shoe toss. And then you're like, who's, who's, this is a random bar person who just kicked his shoe <laughs> off and joined our picnic. <laughs> It's like, who's the size 14? I'm pretty sure we don't have any basketball players in the family. Yeah. But uh, what what are you riding on in, or are you walking in the parade? Because Brad so usually, the our, thing, our Eric, cousin I Brad have usually takes care of all this. I was told I can ride in a limo at the front Ooh, of the wow. parade. And I'm like, That's... Uh, my own family will probably try to destroy that limo. If... <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a Seinfeld episode, right? Where you're shaking <laughs> So I said, can I walk with my family? They said, yes. Oh, so, so gonna... you get, you, you brought the family to the front. I don't know where we are in the contingent, but maybe, maybe we got front row access because of, uh, me well, being the grand marshal. I'm the grand marshal. Yeah, but you must be leading the parade and the grand marshal. Right? I've been given no tasks so far. <laughs> Do you get a sash? I hope so. And is it going to say, oh, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> It better. Oh, you better bring Danny boy. You better bring a sharpie for that sash. The problem with the St. Patrick's Day parade in Canada, it can be 15 degrees above, it can be 15 degrees below. You never know. Because we almost died of wind chill one year. <laughs> I could just see it. It's hell. Oh it's hell when we it's get- cold. We get asked every year to go, and I'm like, uh, "We're good. We're in Ottawa. We're all right. <laughs> it's okay. We'll we'll watch it on TV." Uh, well, Not this happy. has been great, Eric. Um, your uh, offside is opening up March 17th in the Sensplex. Hobbins no, Hockey. Incorrect. Show- incorrect. 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 Mar- uh, offside's the snack bar downstairs. That's going to open on the 18th. Center Ice being the restaurant. Come on, Dan. This is all in your notes. Oh. Center Ice being the restaurant upstairs. Friday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, 12 till 1 a.m. We got a couple bands. Hey, I'll I'll take care of the plug here, Daniel. Got a couple bands <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Uh, come see the new look, and uh, yeah, I mean, have a couple drinks and listen to some music. And what else are you gonna do on a Friday on St. Patrick's Day? Can we have a request? Can we have a Boomsies you... named item on the menu? Oh, like what though? Hang on. How how about like uh, if you have like uh, some jalapeno poppers, Boomsies no, poppers. We're not doing ha- Something. First off, do you do you eat jalapeno poppers? No. <laughs> so why would I make it after you? Okay, how about full? a boom like just a hamburger, the Boomsies burger? What is that what you like? I no, like hamburgers. It, Who doesn't? It's 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 gotta be something that you would order because I ain't putting it on the menu unless you're coming down and ordering it. So. Burger. 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 Boomsy burger. Yeah. I will uh I'll make note of your suggestion. 
there should be something. Every menu item should be named after a senator or boomsies. I know, but it gets a little tough too, right? Like you want to be able to tell somebody what it is. And, and, but yes, we are working on that. We, we've got a dessert called Broken Hockey Sticks, which people are going to be questioning what the hell's in that. But uh, So was uh, that like a bunch of pretzels and chocolate? No, no. Gonna, gonna, it's more, more sweet than that. More sweet than okay. that. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, we, I, we will, we'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. Uh, I got to run because uh, it's another snow day. There seems to be a snow day every single week here. Um, I sound very old when I say this. I had one snow day in 28 years of schooling. Oh, my God. You, weren't you homeschooled? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but these kids, are, they were home last week. They don't drive the buses if there's like a little tiny drift. I'm like, oh God, so I got to go make some lunch. Imagine what will happen if the internet went down for a day. What what would they call that? You can't can't go to school. You can't function at home. Man, what would that be? You can go to school. They don't need the internet for school. Are you kidding me? They don't I have computers in schools in this part of the country. What are you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're in Orno. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> One we, stop sign Orno. We uh, learn how to work with uh, Baylor Twine. That's like Chucky. He tries to, he doesn't, he refuses bungee cords. He's always got the twine. And I'm like, oh my God. Every Christmas I gave him a, a thing of bungee cords. He still has the twine. And I'm like, this is not good. This is blowing away out of the back hey, of this truck. Hey, don't take him away from his roots. I know. Okay, I know. thanks, well, buddy. We'll see you at the restaurant. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Later. Boomsy bye. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.